In the beginning was the word. Oh, I see. You think uh, religion is for suckers and easy marks and mollycoddles, huh? You think Jesus is some kind of a sissy, eh? Jesus had guts. Hi and welcome to History Makers, I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with Aussie politician Bob Catter, well known as the Federal Member for Kennedy, and now the leader of the Catter's Australian Party. A very interesting bloke to have a chat to today on History Makers. Well Bob, I've enjoyed watching you uh, on the TV and heard you on the radio recently. Really enjoy a lot of your speeches and your, your passion and your fire. I think there's a lot of politicians these days that are pretty plastic and uh, just you know give out a lot of spin, but you, you really got a real heart for uh, the people of Queensland and the people of Australia. Tell us a bit about your history. How did you first get involved in politics? Um, I think I got mad with Gough Whitlam. Um, I mean, I come from a very political family. I'd probably, more rightly, a powerful family, I suppose, would be the more operative word. Um, and just one of those uh, traditions that uh, my uh, great-granddad, they wouldn't build a school in Charters Towers uh, for the 30,000 people there because they said there's only a mining camp. So he went built the school, but being a very Christian committed bloke, of course, he built a, a Christian school. Okay. The only school they had in Charterstown. But uh, um, but it was a lot of money, and, uh, but he v- believed very strongly in what he did. He put three million pounds behind the strike fund, uh, which in terms of today's money is pretty close to a million dollars. And uh, he owned a lot of clothing stores, but... Uh, you know, at the end of the day, he was a shopkeeper in Charters Towers and he put a million dollars into the strike fund in the 1890s where one in 31 of us went down the mines and never came back up again. Uh, so I suppose, yeah, I inherited a family tradition, but I got very mad with Gough Whitlam and uh, that probably wasn't enough to tip me over, but uh, the jockey Peterson uh, started to make him bleed big time, so... I thought, geez, I better get in and help this bloke. I suddenly got very, very active. Mm, okay. Well, you've certainly um, been in the headlines quite a bit in the last few years, and I really enjoyed uh, a, a good mate of mine uh, met you uh, down in Canberra recently. Uh, he's a pastor from Sydney, and uh, he told me that he was at a meeting that Warwick Marsh from the Fatherhood Foundation had organised. You know Warwick? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we had a very good uh, Christian group that met every Monday. One of the reasons... Of- very friendly with uh, Kevin Rudd was he, was he and I were the only two non-liberals that uh, went to the... Uh, but, you know, uh, there's about 15 to 20 uh, people that uh, would turn up fairly regularly at that. Uh, and um, it, it's not going now, unfortunately, And uh, um, but uh, but I really miss it. I met a lot of those people during that period of time. Okay, and tell me a bit, a bit about your religious uh, beliefs. What kind of church are you involved with and how does your religious faith uh, impact in your political beliefs? Yeah, like the most remarkable woman still alive in Australia is Lady Pearl Logan who I've uh, been very close to all of my life. Um, virtually uh, live at her place when she was up on the Atherton table ends. But, um, but uh, I, I won't go into resume of all things she's cheap, but I mean, she is a knight of the realm. She's got an honorary doctorate from the university, but uh, she secured the first medical school to be built in 44 years because the shortage of doctors was so enormously acute, and uh, the medical schools wouldn't expand, and uh, and they wouldn't allow any more medical schools to be built, and hence we had this terrible doctor shortage. But uh, also, we didn't have a quality of education in Australia, and if you didn't live in a town where there was a high school, which about a fifth of Australia's population didn't, well, you just, unless you were rich, 
he just simply didn't get a schooling. He didn't get to 11th and 12th grade. And uh, she solved both those problems uh, through her own personal tenaciousness. Now, there are many other things I could talk about, the Foundation, the State Bank in Queensland, many other things. But, but uh, I asked the daughter what her driving passion, you know, what, what drove Pearl Logan, and she said, it's a deep uh, Christian commitment, and um, and she's a Presbyterian, and um, she said, you know, you have to go to Scotland, uh, parts of Scotland, to see really how they practice their faith there, and, and she's most certainly inherited that faith, but, uh, but she attributed Pearl's drive completely, and Pearl has a great, uh, great impression upon me, uh, the jockey Peterson, uh, would read his uh, Gospels, his Bible, uh, every day of his life. But uh, but I was brought up in a very uh, strong Christian uh, tradition. And um, I, I hate saying this because I think people might judge Christianity on the basis of me, and that would be a terrible thing for Christianity. But, uh, but it really is my Christian commitment that drives me. I mean, you try and say your prayers every night. You try and confess your sins every night uh, um, and go over the things that you've done good or bad during the day um, and uh, and once you lose that I think you'll lose your compass and you'll lose your way but you know things are wrong you know things are evil uh, I mean this business about explaining everything away in terms of some terrible occurrence in your, your childhood I mean there is evil in the world you can choose good or you can choose evil and uh, and most of the evil I see is because um, uh, people have chosen evil. Maybe not consciously, but subconsciously. And tell me, Bob, what kind of church are you a part of? Oh, look, I um, practice in the Catholic Church, but if I'm staying with Pearl Logan, I'll go to, uh, you know, um, the uh, Uniting Church um, of a Sunday. If I can't get Catholic Church in you, and then I wish to go to the Anglican Church because um, I'd forget... <laughs> Catholics were on Saturday and, and the Anglicans so, so I always go to the Anglican church so you know I'd like to uh, to think that uh, uh, I thought the greatest quote of the last century was uh, Mikhail Gorbachev when he was appointed uh, Secretary of the Communist Party he said the important thing for all of us to remember is that we get, when we go on our knees at night to pray we all pray to the same God and I thought that was the quote of the century, and I was pleased to see that Time magazine put it in as one of the quotes of the uh, last century. Um, and that, you know, I, I think should sum up every Christian's attitude. Well, it's an interesting um, view. I know there are some people that believe all roads lead to God, and uh, I know some politicians, when they're asked the question, is Jesus the Son of God, they balk a bit and they're not really clear about that. Do, what, what do you think, Bob? Do you think I, Jesus... I do you believe Jesus I mean, is the I, Son I, of I, God? I, either he's a great liar or he's the son of God. <laughs> and and I, I don't think he was a great liar. Mm. I, I think anyone would take that proposition. Um, and, uh, and if you say, well, he was deluded, well, I don't think anyone would question, uh, even if you don't think that he's God, I don't think anyone question he's one of the great, greatest men in human history. Uh, if you want to be an atheist, uh, you'd still come to that conclusion. Uh, so the person that's one of the greatest people in human history is not deluded and he's not a liar. 
Uh, and if he's not deluded, he's not a liar, then you have to accept that he was uh, Jesus, the Son of God. Um, no question about that. And he did make some fairly exclusive statements. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man will see the Father in heaven except through me. Uh, do you believe Jesus is the only way to God? No, I wouldn't like to say, because I think Jesus would say that... Um, these are good people. I mean, the parable of the Samaritan was really about a bloke that uh, was not a Christian, if you like. Um, and uh, that was the whole point of the story. I thought when we discussed it one night at Parliament, we all had a big argument about it. But I think most of us came to that conclusion that uh, that was the, what we would accept uh, as, the, um, um, uh, as the truth. Um, of the matter, um, so I think that good people can come to that, but um, but I'm not sure about that, and I'd like to remove. But the thing is, to get people to accept Christ as God, and to accept the Christian uh, philosophy, and you know, they say about other religions. Well, I said, you know, the other religions. Uh, say that uh, if they don't join our religion, we'll kill them. Uh, you know, uh, our religion says just the opposite. Turn the other cheek. Love your fellow man, even if he's a Samaritan. Um, you love him, yeah. uh, even though he's very different than you. Uh, I'm sure it would be a much better world if everyone uh, really believed and carried through uh, that belief system. So I don't have any uh, hesitation in saying to you that um, it may be possible for others to get there, uh, but it um, would be working with a hell of a lot more confidence if they were committed uh, Christians. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I, I hear where you're coming from, and I think the bottom line is that we know we're saved by the grace of Jesus Christ, and, and we just do our best to make sure we work out our salvation with fear and trembling, as the Bible says, and then hope that others will also receive the good news. Yeah, and, and I mean, look, you know, let God judge. Let God judge. I don't want to be judging, uh, you know, uh, let, let God judge, uh, both on the issue of belief system, uh, um, because I know a lot of people that go to church, and I've got to say that they just don't strike me as being a uh, Christian in the sense that Christ uh, meant them to be uh, Christians and to, uh, to love their fellow men. Mm. If you're an atheist, in fact, uh, we've got our political party, and it's funny that everyone in the party... Uh, that goes to church on Sundays, except our president, <laughs> who, uh, who actually, <laughs> I hope he doesn't want me saying this, but he's an atheist. And uh, and I said, well, you know, our party says that um, uh, we're a Christian nation. And he said, I have no difficulty with that because well, I am a deep and great believer in the philosophy of Christianity. Uh, I see him as a great philosopher and uh, a person who we should uh, follow and carry out his uh, teachings. Um, <laughs> I was coming from a bloke who doesn't believe there's a hereafter. I uh, said to him, I said, well, mate, you've got the worst of both worlds because, uh, you know, you can't have all that naughty fun um, and yet you don't get any reward in the end. Well, it's been interesting to see the rise of Cutter's Australian Party and I admire your courage for standing up for your beliefs. We discussed that at great length, you know. Was in the hour or two hours, we were in discussions on that decision as to whether we state that we're a Christian nation. And uh, it was the unanimous and aggressive mm. uh, decision um, in which we make no apologies to anyone. And we've copped a bit of flack over it too. Mm. Um, but there's a whole lot of things follow from that mm. um, if you're a Christian nation. A whole lot of things 
follow from that. It's and interesting you raise that point, Bob. That uh, you are tolerant of other people. Yes. It's part of the Christian teaching. I actually wanted to talk to you a bit. I'm, I'm actually part of a team that's organising the National Day of Prayer and Fasting for Australia. Um, but the whole idea is that we want to pray for revival to come to Australia and for Australia to turn back to God. Because although the census says 60% of Australians call themselves Christians, there are a lot of secular decisions that are made in our nation. Do you think there's hope for Australia, that Australia will turn back to God and the churches will be filled? I think that we're a long way from, uh, a long way away from where the Americans are. Um, you know, uh, they wear their religion on their sleeve uh, proudly with aggression. And, uh, and in Australia, uh, uh, that is not uh, the way that it's been or is. So we want to uh, get back to... Um, to that, um, and if we've never been there before, and remember, we come from you know, convicts. We, we're not like the Americans. They, they fled religious persecution. <laughs> Almost all of their original population were fleeing from religious persecution, um, whether they were Quakers and Puritans or whether they were uh, Catholics. They were all fleeing from persecution. Um, and uh, um, but our, our fruit pits were just the opposite. They came out here to, to make a big quick quit in the gold, and uh, and they came out here to uh, to work <laughs> with, a, with a convict ball around their uh, feet. So you know we're coming from a very low base, and uh, and we've got a long way to travel. But uh, we should all pray and hope that uh, more people in Australia come to God. That's wonderful to hear, Bob. Now I know you're almost out of time, but a couple of quick questions. What's your stance on homosexual marriage? Oh, look, I'm against it. Uh, I mean, I could go on for an hour uh, giving uh, reasons, but uh, the short answer is uh, uh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, and I mean the ridiculous nature of uh, the push for it. And we can't get uh, the other mob to marry, let alone getting the homosexual mob and making an issue of it. I mean, um, it, it just points out the ridiculous nature of people that, I, to some degree, I think a lot of these people are anti-Christian and they just, uh, that's their motivating force and, and it manifests itself. Uh, in this issue. Okay, now what about um, the pro-life abortion issue? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I moved the resolution of the state parliament uh, against abortion. We lost the vote by two votes. Of course, Pajoki Peterson was uh, a great and fiery uh, opponent of, uh, of, killing, of killing, killing people before they... Uh, uh, born, um, it's just, just horrific to me. Um, and uh, and then I can't believe that women are not programmed to have babies and to look after babies, and there must be a terrible price to pay further down the track for those poor ladies that uh, are pushed into such a situation that they can't think properly and, and do something that uh, they wouldn't do under normal circumstances in a million years. Okay, that's that's a couple of good hot topics there. Now, looking ahead to the future, um, it's very unlikely that our atheist Prime Minister will continue in office uh, and uh, that Tony Abbott, our good Catholic brother, might be leading the nation. Uh, tell us, what do, you, what do you think of Tony Abbott and uh, his uh, uh, religious beliefs, you know, from a Christian point of view? Do you think he's got a, a good, solid walk with God? Well, I, it's funny, uh, all of the, um, all of the um, contenders for the throne on the Liberal side are all churchgoers. I mean, it's not just that they believe, but they actually go to church. Um, 
And uh, funnily enough, the other contender on the other side, Kevin Rudd, also uh, goes to uh, to church. Um, and uh, and Kevin's whatever you might say about Kevin, he's most certainly a profound believer. Um, and uh, right, how we might trip and fall and do the wrong thing at times, but uh, but I'd never question. And you had to come along to those uh, Christian group meetings. So you know, even though we say we're not a Christian nation, it's rather funny that, with the exception of the current winner, um, all of the contenders for the throne are all churchgoers, every mm. single one of them. Well, that's good Good to hear that uh, hopefully the, there's going to be a shift in the nation shortly, hey? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said it for 20 years under a bloke who was uh, a Lutheran missionary and uh, was very, very proud of uh, the fact that uh, I was uh, his first lieutenant uh, in all the latter years. Uh, there, um, and we most certainly see ourselves as picking up the banner that uh, he laid down when he died. Um, so, uh, but uh, we really uh, appreciate the work you're doing in spreading God's uh, God's message, and uh, it just would be such a better place. And also, um, a profound believer that uh, yeah, people need to be Christians to be able to count on getting to heaven. Um, and I'm not saying that they won't if they don't, but. Uh, but, uh, but I'd just feel a little comfortable if they were. Do you have a favourite Bible verse you'd like to share with us? Um, oh, I don't know. I, I, my kids have taught them all to say uh, the Beatitudes um, um, before they go to bed every night, uh, an act of contrition and the Beatitudes, and, uh, and the Our Father, of course. Um, but blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall laugh. For joy, lest those who hunger, for they shall have their fill. Blessed are you, and men hate you, and curse you, and cast you off, and reject your name as something evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day, and exult over it, for they treated the prophets no better. I say to you, listening to me, love your enemies, do good to those that hate you, bless those that curse you, and pray for those that treat you insultingly. I'm going to have to get on an aeroplane. God bless all the listeners. Thanks so much for joining us on History Makers today. You know, the vision of History Makers is to spread the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. We're now on over 58 radio stations around Australia and Pacific nations, and we're so excited about the opportunity we have to broadcast the good news on the airwaves. If you would like to make a donation, please go to our website, historymakersradio.com. There you can also download interviews. We've got some great web links and some great information for you about following Jesus. So please go to historymakersradio.com. I'm Matt Prater. God bless. Go and make history. History.